Hello, I am back from my three-week hiatus for whoever cares. Definitely did not start off on the right foot with this whole being consistent with this podcast thing, but I have I have a reason that TikTok. What was the reason? Well, I have one and it's a good reason. I was packing up my entire apartment and trying to sell as much furniture as I could. Ended up throwing a lot out. Waited till the last possible minute to do all of that. Literally the day before my flight. It was stressful the past three weeks. And I was still also trying to continue living it up. And I did that. I, I lived it up in LA. But now we're here. So I'm back. Back to hoping to stay consistent and make this whole podcast an actual thing. So yeah, welcome back to episode three. Let's get into it. Welcome to Uncaged with Amber Sosa. That's me. (laughs) So I'm back in the closet, at least just for recording sake. Um, And it's actually a closet in my room, in my home. Not my home, not my apartment in LA, but my home in Florida where I'm actually living with my mom and my stepdad. I've been here for 11 days now, but like who's counting? (laughs) Not me. (laughs) When I tell you that after living alone for the past three years, and deciding to move back home with my mom and my stepdad at age 25, that that has been the biggest hit to my ego. Just trust when I say it has not been easy for me to just accept the fact that I needed the extra help at this moment in time. And I have left LA for the time being and I'm here, so I guess let's let's get into the real stuff, what's been hard, and why I even made the decision, how I came to making the decision, and what I'm hoping comes out of being here, how long I want to or hope to be here. Let's just, you know, let's get into it. First off, can I just say, the FOMO has never felt so real. My gosh. I don't know if it's a smart thing to continue viewing people's stories because when I tell you, I just spiral. You know, me, my anxiety, we have, we really just get into this partnership and we just spiral and spiral until I get to the point where I really believe that I'm just going to one day not exist in the minds of all my friends from LA. Like one day I'm just, I'm going to go back and just not exist to them. It's going to be like, I just never even met them. And my anxiety does a really good job of making me believe like that's a real thing. (laughs) 
So yeah, the FOMO has never been more real. And it's funny because I've only been here 11 days. Again, who's counting? And I've actually visited Florida while I've been in LA and have visited for like two months. And it's only been 11 days. And in those two months, yes, I felt FOMO, but obviously I knew I was returning back to my apartment. But that's not the case this time around. I have nowhere to go if I were to just decide like a month from now, I want to go back to LA. So it's been rough. I think slowly every day, more and more it's setting in. Like I'm, I'm here in Florida for a while. So I might as well just, you know, accept that. And it's been hard to accept. Hence the spiraling. <laughs> Oy vey. I don't know. I know it's going to be worth the while. And I made this decision for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. We hear that all the time. And I truly believe that I came to this conclusion and made this move because it's what I truly need. I need to find a better place financially and mentally and work on myself more. So I'm taking this time here to do all of that. But of course, it sucks. I came across something a couple weeks ago on Instagram that I want to read because now that I am feeling it, it feels so real and it's so relevant and it resonates with me so much. The fear of missing out. FOMO. What lies behind FOMO is the fear of being forgotten. As we re-enter collective spaces with joy and confusion, the energy we've held onto for the past year seems to be bursting forth from our vessels. FOMO triggers my internalized self-disposability, and my insecure ego thinks that I lack relevance if I am not perpetually seen, active, or socializing. Unlearning these ideas means taking the time to remember yourself, even when you are not in attendance, and even if you choose to rest. Your inherent worth is not measured by your visibility. Do not miss out on your very own miracle. That resonates with me most because it is the fear of being forgotten for me. In my mind, I think it just, it's scary because I did make this move across the country to the other coast. And with the time change, even the time difference, three hours ahead and it just feels so weird to know that I won't be back in that city to live in for probably eight months to a year. And obviously in that time frame, so much can change. People change. People change every month, every week. We just, as humans, we are constantly in this cycle of changing and evolution. And I think my fear is just Okay, I'm going to just be super vulnerable and whatever, like, fuck it. Uncaged with Amber, it's about being unfiltered. So I'm just going to spew out my feelings. And if I don't like it, I can edit it out. (laughs) But I think it's... Okay. I just fear that people that I've become friends with or met in LA 
will see that I was not even like an asset to their life or an attribute to their life when I was there. So it's so easy to just be forgotten. And I fear that when I do go back, there's just not going to be a want or desire to even try and reconnect with me. And again, I completely respect that because as I just mentioned, we are constantly evolving as humans. We are constantly changing. And in that evolution period, we need to take a step back and reevaluate friendships and the people in our life. So I totally understand and respect if people don't want to reconnect with me or continue building a connection with me. But it also just sucks. Like, obviously, there's no way around it. There's no way to sugarcoat it. It really is a shitty feeling. And I need to try and get out of that spiral because I can go into the deepest, darkest spiral if I continue to think that way. It sucks. It's shitty. I miss my friends. I miss my life in LA. I've cried. I've had my mini breakdowns here. Just thinking about how much I have grown in LA and the friends I've made, the connections I've built, and knowing that that could all change when and if I do decide to go back within six months to a year. But I think that's also taking me out of this present moment and taking me out of the reason why I made this decision. And it's time to just let those thoughts go. And I think this is a good way for me to just let them go, speaking them out loud into this microphone. I'm sure people can relate and resonate with this. Honestly, I think what makes it harder to let go of this spiraling thought is the fact that I've already experienced it in the past. The fear of being forgotten that comes with FOMO is something I felt back in 2018 when I was leaving all of my Jersey friends, my college friends, to move to LA. And for the first year out there, the FOMO was freaking real. I remember seeing them all live their lives all together through stories, Instagram, social media in general. And they all had that connection of being in the same state, the same coast, the same fucking time zone. Here I was over 2,700 miles away, three hours behind, and I just felt like I was forgotten. And truthfully, I don't keep in touch or talk to 90% of the friends and connections I formed in New Jersey throughout my 21 years of life there. Obviously, again, it goes back to people changing, evolving, and friendships changing and evolving too. But I also know that the people that I am still so close with are the ones that I know are going to be my ride or dies for life. And I just need to remind myself that the people that are worth having in my life, the people that want to be in my life, and the connections that are strong enough to go through this hiatus of being on separate coasts, those are the friendships that are worth having. And I'm trying to just remind myself of that. Doesn't make it any easier, but... It's the truth. And I think I just want to put this out there too for anyone else who 
is struggling with that fear of being forgotten, with that FOMO, not the FOMO that you force yourself to go out because you're like, oh, everyone's out this one night, like might as well just go out. Like that FOMO is different than this FOMO when you can't just go out with everyone and you really truly believe in your mind that because you can't be seen by these people because you can't be there physically with them that you're just going to be forgotten and irrelevant in their lives i want to remind you that the people that are worth having in your life are not going to forget you just because you're gone for six months a year six years the true friendships will always find a way to reconnect in some way and just as I'm reminding you of that, I need it most right now. But I think that's what holds a lot of people back too from moving anywhere. I think it's the comfort of being in the same place as these people you've known for so long and have built such great friendships and connections with. Maybe it's a relationship. Maybe it's friendships. Whatever it is. I feel like these types of things can hold people back from going out there and making a move, whether it's a move to a different city, a different state, or a different coast, or maybe a different country. I say just go for it because if the only thing keeping you back from doing what's best for you is FOMO, we've got to reevaluate our lives, people. If I could, I would probably hop on a plane and try and find an apartment in LA and continue living paycheck to paycheck just because this FOMO is so fucking real. But that's not the best thing for me right now, financially or mentally. And that brings me to why I even decided to move out here back to Florida at 25 with my parents. I decided to move back home in May, literally a month and a half before I actually just made the move. It was kind of last minute and kind of just happened through a breakdown that I was having. The pressure and the stress of living alone in LA and being an adult, a full-blown adult, paying bills, my rent, figuring it all out. It was honestly becoming too much for me. And for the past year, honestly, I considered the idea of returning home for a bit. But of course, my ego, <laughs> that thing we call our ego. Yeah, um, my ego just couldn't handle that. So the pressure just continued to build up. And then early May, I just remember feeling overwhelmed and the pressure of that past year where I just kept ignoring that thought of returning home, that pressure just built up. So I just, I called my mom and I remember breaking down on the phone with her. And honestly, I don't know what it was, but I just blurted out the words. I just want to sell everything and move back to Florida. And I didn't think I meant it. I honestly thought it was the pressure getting to me. So again, I was like, wait, mm -mm. Eh. no, I don't. I'm 25. I, I got this. But that wasn't really me. That was my ego telling me like, bruh, you've been here three years already. You're 25 years old. 
why the fuck would you go back home? Like, you've been living alone. Why? So I was like, "Mm, okay, true. But then for the next week, I was like pondering the idea and really thinking about it. And then I realized that honestly, fuck the ego. I needed to do what was best for me, for Amber, for my soul, and for my mental health at the end of the day, because the stress was really affecting me mentally, the financial stress. I got to a point where I was living paycheck to paycheck because I still need to pay my stupid student loan. We're not talking about that. We're not talking about... It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) I'm also an independent contractor, so I need to pay back the IRS. So that was also included into my bills as of lately. And it was becoming overwhelming. And I just exploded that one day. And that led me to really sit down and ponder the idea. And then I just, I had to let go of my ego and just kind of do what was best for me. I remember it being like the hardest week because I kept thinking about it and kept thinking of all the pros. Like, okay, I'll be back home. I won't have to worry about rent or bills. This will be a time where I can really just get into a good financial space. Because after moving to LA with just $700 and being there for three years and my not so great paying job, it's not like I was really making any money or making any savings. It was constantly just like this game of getting paid, paying rent, some going out money. And it was just this cycle. And it felt like I would never be financially secure. And that feeling was just stressful as fuck. Telling my best friend that I came to that decision was incredibly hard. Telling anyone else was incredibly hard because, again, it was something I was like shameful of almost because it was like, wow, I'm 25 years old, literally a month after I just turned 25. And now I'm like going back home to live with my parents. Like, what? I still feel and believe that it is the best decision I could make for myself. It's just really hard right now because back to the whole FOMO thing, but also it's still hurting my ego. It's like I could be in my own space right now. I could be living alone as I've been the past three years, but I'm not. I think we all need to reevaluate ourselves a little more and reevaluate our egos and ask ourselves why we don't make certain decisions because a lot of the time it is due to our egos and if i had let my ego rule that decision i would have still been in la i would have still been with my friends would have been great but i definitely would not be in a great mental space i would have been stressed overwhelmed and the cycle just would have continued i just wouldn't be fully like happy or secure And I think that's ultimately what's most important. So now I'm here and I don't know what this next time frame, and I'm saying time frame because in my mind, I would love to say just six months, but maybe a year is more realistic. I'm kind of at this point trying to go with the flow, trying to make the best of the situation, explore more of the Tampa area. I am on Bumble BFF to try and get some friends out here. (laughs) Again, I'm trying to make the best of the situation. I can save a shit ton of money, which 
is great because when I do go back to LA, I won't be living paycheck to paycheck. To be honest, the month of June, when I did not have to worry about anything financial, I had so much fun. And that was truly the life that I've been wanting to live while I've been in LA. But I had to say no to so much before that and so many plans. And it was money holding me back. And I don't want to be that person anymore. I don't want that for myself. I want to be able to live the life I was living my last month in LA, not worried about finances. I want that to be my life every day when I'm in that city. People keep saying, they're like, well, you don't even know, like so much can change. You might not even want to move back to LA. You might want to move somewhere else. And while I'm open to that, while I see myself in different places, I truly still feel in my heart that I'm like not done with LA and LA is not done with me. I feel like there's so much more I I want want to do out there and so much more life I want to create for myself out there. When that time frame is, I'm not even certain, but I'm just trying to focus on the present and focus on me and focus on the things I want to better in myself. And a lot of that comes down to my mental health just taking extra care of myself, recharging fully, and of course, financial growth. And I'm excited for this journey. Obviously, it's weird because I don't have friends out here. I don't really know much about what there's to do out here. But again, I'm here for here for the journey. Who the fuck knows what's going to happen? You know, no one does. I didn't even know It's crazy. It's actually so crazy because May was two months ago. Three months ago, I did not know I would be back home. I did not know I would be leaving LA, selling all my furniture, moving out of my dream city that I've been wanting to live in ever since I was little. I did not think three months ago that I would have even considered moving out of there. And now we're here. We just really never know what the next thing is no matter what we plan because let me tell you I did not plan to be moving back home with my parents at age 25. I want to make a disclaimer I would never judge another person living with their parents or having to move back in with their parents at whatever age I don't care if you're 25 or 45. Literally I support anyone for whatever they need to do for their well-being But of course, we're our toughest critics. And for myself, I'm kind of just like, did I really have to do this? Did I make the right decision? And again, rationally, I know I did. Doesn't make it easier at this moment. I mean, it's only been 11 days. Again, who's counting? (laughs) I'm counting. I'm counting because it's only been 11 days. And I've got about 354 to go if I decide to make it out here a full year. But we're just going to go with the flow. As I mentioned, I am on Bumble BFF. I'm trying to make some friends out here to, you know, explore more of Tampa, go out with. Because I clearly, (laughs) I do not know the scene out here. Let me just, let's get ready for a story time, shall we? (laughs) Just prepare yourselves. My best friend from second grade who lives in New Jersey This is what I mean when I say the friends that are going to be our ride or dies for life will not let distance or how much you see each other get in the way of that. 
because we've been best friends since second grade. And last weekend was the first weekend we had seen each other in years. But anyway, she came to visit and I was like, oh my God, fun. Like, let's go out in the Tampa area. I want to get to know this city now that I'll be here. I was looking up different places to go to. And I wanted to go to a gay bar because obviously that was my vibe in LA. Love the Abbey. One of my favorite places for sure. And there's just something about a gay bar. The vibe is just so much fun. So I was looking them up and then I found one. The reviews were like, this is the best gay bar in Tampa. Okay, obviously we're going. And as we're getting out, we see these men in like leather vests and animal masks, but they're not going into the bar. They're going like behind somewhere. Do you? No judgments. But I was just confused because I was like, wait, where are you going? Like, should we follow you? Like, is that where the gay bar is? Or like, you're missing the entrance. Anyway, we go in, <laughs> into the bar and the man at the front asks for our IDs, obviously. And then he says, may I ask what brings you ladies in here tonight? And I was like, oh, you know, new to the area. And I want to just get to know the best spots to go out around here. And then he's like, okay, did not warn us. Caitlin is in front of me. She goes in to go into the actual bar and she comes right back out. She literally peeks her head in and comes right back out. She's like, Amber, it's just all men. And I look in because I'm like, bruh. So I look in and it's just, just all men. They did not give us a second look. They were probably like, why are there girls in here? And I was like, honestly, I was looking for a gay bar to find other girls as well. But uh, that was not going to happen at this place. Hence why I need Bumble BFF because I need people to show me the ropes around here, the best spots around here. But that was that was an embarrassing moment, one of my first um, experiences. Another, of course, of course, this would happen to me. My first Uber ride experience out here. It was a thirty-five minute Uber. Of course, it was right. It was with a full-blown Trump supporter, and I was just not having it. I'm not going to stereotype or, you know, whatever. I just had a strong feeling when I got into the car and saw that he had a bald head and just a little braid at the back of his head. And then he started talking. Honestly, I don't even remember what he was talking about because I kind of just blocked him out because I was like, I cannot. I was about to go off on him, but it was a 35-minute Uber drive, and I didn't want it to be awkward, so I just sat there on my phone. But he was talking full-blown bullshit. So yeah, that was my first experience on a night out in Tampa. Other than that, it was fun, though. Ybor City is a fun time. Totally recommend, and totally will be going back. Um, I'm still on Hinge. And have not seen any humans that, you know, aren't super conservative or holding fish in their profile pictures. So that's where I'm at. <laughs> it's rough out here, but maybe it's just the universe saying, you know, no dating while you're there because you're meant to find your soulmate out in LA. Like, okay, got you. I will, I will listen to the universe on this one. Again, it's only been 11 days. <laughs> I've got nothing but time to experience a whole new experience out here. 
I'm recording this in different segments and I have forgotten all that I've said. So I'm hoping that this episode has answered any questions as to why or how I came to the decision to move back home and what I'm hoping this next year or so will give me because I still don't know. I'm on this journey. I need to stop using that word. I feel like that word has become a meme, like journey. Life is such a journey. I need to stop. I need to stop. Life is a, life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. And I don't know what I'm going to get from this one little chocolate of Florida. (laughs) Where is my brain? Maybe podcasting isn't my thing, but you know what? Damn it. I'm going to make it my thing. I'm going to get better at this each episode, I promise. But it's only my third episode. You know, cut me some slack. I'm all over the place. I just want to end this with the few takeaways that you should or could take away from this episode. Basically, fuck your ego. Don't let it be the thing that makes your decisions or stops you from making certain decisions. Let that shit go and focus on what you need without your ego. Obviously, it'd be so much easier and better for my ego for me to be saying that at 25, I'm still living alone, still paying my own rent, bills, whatever I need to pay. But that's not what is best for my soul right now. And I know that when I return to LA, I'm coming back an entirely different person. I'm coming back a financially stable, more financially responsible, less overwhelmed and stressed person. And I'm excited for that. And I think that's my end goal ultimately is just having a savings and getting my shit in order so that when I go back, I can actually live the life I've always envisioned for myself out there. And also the whole FOMO thing. I get it. I am there right now. Like the FOMO, as I mentioned, has never been so real. And even when I was feeling this my first year out in LA, when I was seeing all my friends in Jersey, it still wasn't as real as it feels now because I built this life for myself out in LA. I made my friends. I created my connections. Whereas in college, it's kind of like I was in a sorority. It's not that we were forced to be friends, but it was definitely easier to create those connections and make those friendships. But being in LA for three years, it's hard as fuck, like being out there not knowing anyone and building that life for yourself, building those connections. And I did that. So it's so much harder to feel that FOMO now because those are connections that I really value. Not to say that I didn't value my ones in college. Obviously, I did. But that was also me at a completely different stage in my life, a completely different age. Whereas now I feel like more in my adult life and these connections are part of that adult life. Am I making sense? I don't know. Basically, the FOMO is really fucking real. So if you're feeling it or if you're scared of feeling it because you want to move somewhere, but that's something holding you back, I promise you that the people that are meant to be in your life, the people that want to be in your life, and the people that you'll ultimately want to be in your life, that friendship won't fade and you guys will make it work. And that bond 
will be strong enough to overcome any amount of distance. Again, saying this for myself just as much as I'm saying it for whoever else needs to hear it. Ultimately, we've all got to do what's best for us and we can't let other outside factors always influence those things because we're not going to end up the happiest that we can ultimately be. So do you, boo. Do what you got to do. Do what you want to do. Sometimes those things are different. Obviously, I wanted so badly to stay in LA, but I knew that I had to make this decision and come out here to Florida for an amount of time because it's ultimately going to get me to living the life that I want to live. So sometimes the things you got to do will get you to doing the things you want to do. And sometimes you got to do the things you want to do without feeling like you, I don't know, I, I thought that would make sense for a second. All in all, do not let ego or FOMO influence your decisions and live your best life or sometimes take a step back from living your best life to, you know, focus on yourself, recharge, get in a headspace that you know is ultimately going to help you live your best life. I'm really talking in circles here. I feel like I'm repeating myself a whole lot. Hopefully the message has been received by you and... This is episode one of me being here in Florida. (laughs) Stay tuned for more to come. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. I hope you all have a beautiful week. Bye.